Welcome to Behind the Drop Podcast, the best music podcast in the, not even the world, the whole, whole universe. That's right. The whole universe. That's right. How you doing? How you doing? Adam, I've never seen you this happy before. <laughs> Why are you so happy? What the hell? Coffee and... <laughs> Look at his rumouring. I know. You it's don't understand sweet. what goes in behind the scenes of making a podcast. People it's, don't understand. It's true. Behind the podcast. There's a lot. It's Bring true. Phone. Bring that phone. Get this thing. Do this edit. Put that compressor on. Do this. Put those sounds right. This, I don't know. I don't want to jinx nothing. But this might... Look, look at... I'm looking at myself on this video on this like crystal clear cannon. I know. I've got my shoes on. Your shoes are off. We feel like... I'm comfortable. Yeah, this is good. There's toilet roll in the toilets. Oh, lovely. Because, you know, normally it's like... I know. Pirate, you need to get your literally shit together. There's never any toilet roll. And as a woman, I find that very sexist. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And But but I've got a great pirate. Like, pirate do big things. The the equipment's good for cheap. Yeah. Actually, it's not that cheap anymore, though, to be fair. Done the Uber, haven't they? Yeah, they've done that. They've hooked us, and now we don't know any different until. Yeah, but I guess there's no. I guess there's. It's still cheap, but there's no. I don't even know if there's anything cheaper out there. If that makes sense. It's still probably the cheapest. Actually. Yeah. It used to be really cheap. Like, yeah. So maybe it's inflation. <sighs> Let's not. Okay, let's not go there. Let's not go. There. But um, you're happy, and we're both playing Glastonbury. Hey, come on. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, can't wait. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be very good. Saturday, twenty fourth. Gas tower, get down there. I'm not sure. Can't remember exactly what time, but it's gonna be yeah. It's Glastonbury. It's gonna be. It's gonna be wild. It's good, and I'm and I'm happy that like our friends will be there, so we can catch each other's sets. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what what day are you playing? I'm playing Saturday at like 3 p.m. in Silverhaze, and then and then literally 13 hours later at Rum Shack. I love Rum Shack. And then Sunday. Was Rum Shack the first one you got? No, Silverhaze. Rum Shack's a great one. I cannot fucking wait. And then Sunday, I think I'm closing the stage called the Nomad Stage in Silverhaze. No, no, not Silverhaze. Shangri-La. And I can't tell you, like, Sunday. Glastonbury, like, first of all, is like the, like, if you're a musical performer, Glastonbury is the one. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it, you can't get a bigger festival. You literally can't. Only one they well, not to be yet. I I agree with you. If yes. You're devil's Advocate. There's Burning Man. Yeah. Coachella. Mm. And on a for like an EDM producer vibe, what's that one like? Tomorrow. Tomorrowland. As those those ones, everyone's I think could match it. Yeah, I know, but like, if you're, I don't know. I just feel like Glastonbury's like inter. I don't know how to describe it, but like. You can't. You, you can't. Th- it's indescribable. Because it's so hard to describe Glastonbury to people who haven't gone to Glastonbury. Yeah. You can't, like, there's nothing that can prepare you for it. Like I hate camping, mm. but I am going to be camping for like four four nights, and I'm not even going to complain about it. And that might be the best explanation of it. Because literally, I will only camp Glastonbury. for Glasto. Yeah, same. And I pray it for good weather, because that will chain like that will make it just so much better yeah yeah if it's a complete just even walking around it's just harder to walk around if it's muddy it's long it's just long um uh, yeah so we are what's that on jay paul jay paul that episode uh, last week but um today i've got like a nice little uh, you as well. well you're actually gassed about it and you won't tell like i'm happy because it's, it's, i actually don't know what you're doing and you don't know who i'm doing you either kind of do know because it was kind of your idea but when i did the research 
and like I've had to split it into parts. Like so this is this is this is the first part of one. I can't. I can't do oh my god! I can't actually even think. I'm gonna be doing Wiley's best beef. Oh my god! Yes. I told. I was like, Adam, you have to do it, and I feel like you need to do it. There's so many. There's, I mean, it's parts because like I I reckon this is a free parter. Okay, that's. I'm I'm invested. I'm here for it. And uh, what I've kind of done from this one, I was like, how do I even <laughs> pick what ones to go through? I'm are you are that. you doing it like chronologically? Like what? Chronologically. Okay. I was picked, for, and I've actually picked. I've picked actually more. Well, this is why I'm happy. I've picked some which have comedic value. Okay, perfect. They might, they might be his funniest beefs. Actually, there's one I left out, but they, they, these one might, might be his funniest beefs. So today's is Wiley's funniest beefs. Oh. Like, listen, listen. In terms of like the full range, that's what I mean. I can't do them all today. Ed Sheeran, Stormzy, Dot Rotten, Skepta, Krept, and Conan again just now. John <laughs> Wolf all the time. Drake, <laughs> Lethal Bizzle, Bashy, Dirty Goods, God's Gift, Jammer, Trim, The Movement, JK, Maxwell D, and also Glastonbury Festival. <laughs> the beast of all of them. Wait, He's the what? biggest troll. Wait, what? Oh, that be for me. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Oh yeah. He Didn't you have a conversation on the phone yeah. with him? Yeah, yeah. Wait. That one if you want. I think I might be the only person to, maybe you might argue that Stormzy beat him. I might be the one who, who beat Stormzy. Wait, what's the Glaster one though? Do you want to go on that first? Just for fun? Okay, wait. So I get to pick either you or Glaster. I had a rough order, but Glastonbury, could, it could come first. No, no, no. I don't want to like, you do your thing. I'm, I don't want to like, fuck it up. You can pick. You can do... Just... Well, just because we're... <laughs> um, let me, okay, let me, let me just, let me like... Be, uh, oh my god, this is funny. It is, it is funny. This, this is why I've, I've kind of be happy. Let me see if I've still got the message from Wiley. That's jokes. Still, is it going to come up? Is it on my phone? Oh no, my phone's on do not disturb. What, what What were you messaging on? Uh, Twitter. This, okay, so this is the thing about Wiley. I think he's the biggest troll. He is the biggest troll. And I kind of saw it firsthand because he was saying mad stuff to me on the Twitter, like, publicly, <gasps> but then would be DMing me, like, yo, mate, let's chat. And then sent me his number. Yeah. Well, and then I did call him, and I used talking quite wicked on that on the, mm. on the line. But then, like, my phone calls with him and texts with him were just like legendary. It was like a random Tuesday morning. And so, about before eleven a.m., I had this like this Twitter beef with, with Wiley. Had him on the phone, had a good chat with him. He called me back. There's some madness. And then, then a couple of hours later, he texted me and was like, "So basically, what it was about? He was like, Grime MCs cannot use TikTok." Mm, I remember. They, they're not compatible. And I was like, "Yeah, I yeah." Think wrong. And I put up a tweet of me making a beat. I'm like, "Oh, who do you think would be sick on this?" Had like, I don't know. It wasn't the most viral TikTok in the world. Maybe I had like 30,000 views, but like 500 comments. Yeah, that's and decent. And loads of them saying Wiley. So I said, listen, I think you think you're wrong. You've got to move with the times. And look, <gasps> listen to it. this TikTok. Here's a B, we play a B. And like, there's about 100 people, maybe 100 saying your name. Yeah. So he was like, no, all you're doing is copying what me and my mates did. Like, this, you're not, this isn't even like you're saying this grand beat's basically rubbish. You're copying what my friends did. And I was like, well, th- that aside, it's where the eyeballs are. And who else has got 30,000 views on a beat this week? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and anyway, so we're going back and forth on the phone. He's like, no, it's just, it's owned by the labels, this, that, and the other, not having it, not having it. But later later on in the day, he's like, you know what, mate? I think you might be right. Evolve, he had an album called Evolve Will Be Extinct. And I told you so. Like, yeah. Oh, it's so weird that you're saying this. Your whole thing is Evolve mm. done it so many times over the last 25 years. That's why you're where you are. He's like, oh, Evolve will extinct, be extinct is my tagline, and maybe I need to remember that. And I was like, Shit! Why are you gonna be? I think, I, I think, I, I think he said I'm right. 
Oh. So, with him. Oblique was in the middle of that one as well, I think. He's like, yeah. He was Wait, what? What was he saying? That's something else about Twitter and DJs and like that. I think he was, his whole thing was like, all you new guys are just copying us. Like you're not doing anything new. Mm. Something along the lines of that. It was quite a joke. Interesting. So that's the first beef. Star one. Jokes. Um, I will... We should, we should, we should keep a tally. This, this tournament? No, no, no. Of like who won. Mm, okay. But this, this is the thing because... Some of his beefs, obviously, like, you know, the main one where he went absolutely fucking ape shit and was just dissing Jewish people was a whole yeah. thing. He, like, loses a lot and he lost yeah. for that. And, you know, uh, right or wrong, he's still kind of cancelled. I guess going back to that conversation we had about, like, how long should your conversation mm. be? I don't know if he's still back on socials or anything. I don't know. I feel like he's, like, popped up pop- using, like, different yeah. usernames, but then... Like, I, I don't know which one's, like... Official. The official one. Yeah, it's always, like, not him. Yeah. Those kind of vibes. But um, I thought we'd start with Drake, just because... <laughs> Why I not? It hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah, there's, there's funny moments in it. And that's the thing about Whitey. Why... I think he's most, one of the most entertaining people on the, on the internet. I could watch his interviews all day. Like, they're so good. That one with, like, ZZ Mills. He's like, yeah, yeah. It's just his voice and something about him. It's funny as hell. So yeah, the Drake beef, let's get to the Drake beef. It started when, I think Drake put up a new track, I think it was with Nicki Minaj and Popcorn, and Wiley, for some reason, was like, no, he's not having it. <laughs> he tweeted him saying, at Drake, suck your mum, come to England. <laughs> and then followed that up with, don't ever sign to OVO Sound, they give you shit record deals, and you're only there to help Drake with songs to keep him up, and, and you down. Set, up for you to fail and I think he's basically talking about uh, Party Next Door on that because mm. that is that kind of the thing that's been thrown at Party Next Door is that like he signed Party Next Door Party Next Door kind of stopped releasing that many records and then just instead just wrote mm. so much for Drake and like, Rihanna and stuff be like so whether that is true I don't know who else has signed to OVO I'm not, it's not that many Party Next Door is, I think he's talking about that that one yeah um, but didn't Popcorn like sign yeah, maybe Popcorn as well. So maybe he's the same. So maybe, yeah, he's like, nah. like step away from him kind of thing. Yeah. So then, um, so that, that, is, that is what he was saying. And then Drake came back on the interview with Tiffany Calvar. <laughs> and he was uh, saying saying this, basically. Cause, but maybe some context, actually. What Drake does, it's like part of his, like, whether you want to call it paying homage or part of his marketing strategy, that if he sees a track blowing up from an unknown artist, it doesn't matter, whatever, he will jump on that. Yeah. And then he'll help help. Tr- blow that track up. So it was Summer Walker. Summer Walker happened with that. Um, look, look alive, look alive. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. It happened with is that, no, maybe not look alive, but maybe I'm talking about one like that JB guy. Thing is, some of the artists are kind of like one hit wonders. Mm. I guess UK wise happened with Drake. Oh, no, sorry, happened with Dave. Yeah. No. Um. So people are like, because w- I think Joe Budden's podcast with Joe Budden, he was like, that guy Dave, like he's only like six months into his career. You know, in a, in a mm. way, you know, he's a bit wrong, but. It's like, why are you doing that? But it's like, his part of market strategy, he'll do that in pockets around the world and it just keeps his name ringing off, him with the young people. And that's why, it's part of the reason why Drake's career has been so long at the top. He spots trends, he jumps on them early, you get the credibility from a worldwide artist and he's still cool. You know what I mean? And that's what I think Wiley was like, he's like, you're not cool, Drake. You're not hood. So stop jumping on the hood man stuff from around the world. But then this is what Drake had to say about it on an interview with Nicarba. It is what it is. I see, I see it a lot. And I'll never understand how, like, s- supporting somebody's song or even going a step further, giving somebody a song or linking yeah. up 
I'll never understand how that's not viewed as like something admirable, but I guess people have their own outlook on it. This is something I wanted to get off my chest. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just had to talk about it because it's bothering me. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't like that. <clears throat> and it was Wiley that said that. You know what I'm saying? I'll just say his name because I felt like that was some goofy shit. But yeah, I just didn't like that. Like, we... <laughs> that was some goofy <laughs> Goofy shit. That's what you're saying about. Um, That's goofy shit. Like, I love Wiley's response to this. Okay, go on. What's that? That's it? goofy shit. Like I just had to get that off my chest. Like, sh- listen, bumper all. Ain't gonna say say my pants. Say 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 say. You know, bro. You, you probably. Oh man. <laughs> oh my god. So you called him a bumbo. <laughs> Get some goofy shit and he, and he goes you know and it, it's true like it's, it's part of his, his his marketing strategy so that's what he was saying and he, and he, he doubled down in um the interview with um uh with uh adop on one extra and he's just saying it's like my man bringing out people like he is jesus christ for savior man them who are not from the hood come to places and try and get involved with man from the hood and then so and adop's like oh but it's, if he's embracing grime it's mutually beneficial brings attention to the underground culture where he might not receive that otherwise and while he's like He's not embracing the scene. He's doing it for himself. So that's his... Right. Life. He's like, he's a culture vulture. Right? But I love... Right. Him. Why I mention that is just because I just love him calling Drake a bumble. <laughs> so funny. That's some goofy shit. Yeah, I mean... But also, it's like, okay, I, I hear both sides and I can see where both sides are coming from. Yeah. Right? But... But, like, has he... Like, how does he know? How does who know? Why he doesn't know? He's just assuming. Assuming what? That he's just like culture vulture and like, and I know that's a whole like conversation in itself. But like, he's just assuming that he's he's just trying to stay relevant by jumping on the hot artist. Yeah. Like he's just assuming that. Yeah. I think uh, for me, I feel like there's no doubt that he is doing that. But like, it's whether that's a bad thing or not because. Like, like Dave, like okay, yeah, Dave's doing his thing, and Dave was is, a, is an absolute genius. It's always gonna blow up. But when Drake jumps on that track, you're like, what the fuck? It just oh. jump starts, right? Completely yeah. Start. And then yes, Drake gets something out of that to be associated with Dave, and then now, now Dave goes and does what he has to do. Like Dave might like, oh, Drake now something. So when if Drake ever falls off, which it, you know he could or could not, it doesn't seem like he's going to do any. You know he's got these like relationships. We're going to. You're seeing Burner Boy do the same thing. Yeah. With a lot of African artists, with uh, just on, with uh, Black Sheriff from Ghana, he just makes these tunes pop and like yeah. Yeah, them early, like even the uh, the Shake tune. Like Shake wasn't that big when that mm. tune came out, but now yeah, you, if Burner Boy and Shake link up again, yeah. So all these kind of like. Um, yeah, I think it's. So I think it's. I think it's. I, I think it's mutually beneficial. Yeah, I think so. Whether it's when you call it culture, it's just like what when you call it culture, it has this negative connotation from. Is it just because he's Canadian? Well, no. It's, it says <laughs> man them from the hood, who are not from the hood, come to places and try and get involved with man from the hood. You just think that's what he's, that's what you're doing, and like, but yeah, it's, it, it is culture vulture in terms of like he's obviously Drake is not. He's from Canada, so he's not from. <laughs> UK, like so. Of course, it's just like whether you want to call that culture vulturing or <laughs> mm. appreciation. He loves it. He loves Sneakbo. He found out all the, yeah. the scenes. So I was like, at what point? Yeah, I mean, there was a time where I was like, oh my god, Drake. Like, he just loves the UK so much. Da, da, da. And then I literally was like, but I literally moved to London. Like, I obviously love it as well. Yeah. 
he does it all over all over all over the US mm. for his tracks. So like, yeah, it's it's a funny one, but I I love that. But so anyway, so talking about, and you, I mean that debate will, will always rage on. You know, like like Drake said, he doesn't understand how it's not paying homage, which is fair enough. And I, I think it's I personally think it's I think it's a positive thing. I think it's best of both. It's what I would do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's what I would, and you're seeing it, and I think more artists will do it. I don't think any artist that he's, like, works with would regret that. No. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, fine, like, from Wiley's point of view, he can maybe see, like, see it that way. Yeah. Which is not wrong, Mm -hmm. but also it's like, yeah, but you're not involved in it. Mm -hmm. Like, if they're both mutually, like, they're also, we're just assuming that these artists don't know what's happening. Yeah. They, they could know that too. Yeah, and they're happy. And they're just like, yeah, fine. Like, I'm providing something and he's providing me with an absolute jump start yeah. on the global scale. Because I think the one I saw semi first hand was while that t- Drake jumped on Wanna Know, me and Dave were on the same tour. We were on the Bugsy Malone tour. And like, Dave didn't really want to do the track mm. that much. Well, he did. He said, like, oh, that's what you want, yeah? Because I think he wanted to do other kind of stuff or whatever. Yeah. Obviously, like, at that point, he was then pinned to that song because of Drake. So it's like, good or bad, it's just, it's, it's, you know, the artists might want to do something else, but they're like, oh, they just want this because of Drake. But yeah, but then... Not a bad thing. No, and also, like, that happens across the board. Mm-hmm. Like, we were talking about this on the episode, like, I think it was last week, where it's like, all you want is, like, the biggest song. And then once you get that biggest song, you're tied to that song for the rest of your life. Literally life. Performing life. Yeah. Or just even normal life as well. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's a double-edged sword, I suppose. Double-edged sword. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Um, same interview where we got that. <laughs> uh, so same interview where he's taking a, taking a fist out of uh, Drake. He also came for Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! I love all of these things. I love all of these things. Let me play a little clip of it. Him talking about that Ed Sheeran. Sheeran, you are a culture vulture. You know what you said, Ed, at the beginning. You need me, man. I don't need you. That's what you said. But Ed, the other day, mate, you had to use Grimes to tip your song over the edge. They called you, Ed, the most influential urban artist of a decade or whatever they was, however long it was. Sheeran. <laughs> Which is quite oh mad. my god! So I love that. <laughs> so basically, he came for Ed and was like, "I'm mad at Ed Sheeran because he said you need me, man. I don't need you." <laughs> but the other day, Ed, you needed you used you used Grand tip your song over the edge. He's talking about taking back to London when he used the Grand remix with Stormzy. I think J.K. was H on there as well to get to number one. Produced by Spyro, amazing. Um, he also said that he is. Ripped off. He's like, I listen to you rip off Marvin Gaye. I listen to you rip off everything. I see you do a tune with David Justin Bieber that, that sounds like a ra- ragga tune from Sting. No one is saying nothing about that though, so I'm not listening. I'm finished with these people. Oh my God. Saying, so basically, like their history runs deep. So he did a track on when when Wiley, when Ed was doing his like grime moment. Like he did the track with Wiley um, on the Number Five collaborations project, and I think at that point it was a swap. He's like, okay, you do a track for me, I'll do a track for you. But when it came to releasing Wiley's track with Ed, the label he'd now been signed and the label blocked it. I think I think that's the background. Okay. The context of, of that beef. But yeah, again, same thing. He's saying you're a culture vulture, you've gone over there, and now you're coming back to Graham, you're just taking all these people. And so he, he, he goes in it, he goes in at Ed as well. <laughs> He's there. So I don't know. Do you think Ed is a culture vulture as well? I don't know if I would call it culture vulture. I just love that. Ed! <laughs> you need me, I don't need, but you needed Grime. He, I think it's a bit, 
right, he's just funny. Yeah. It's it's hilarious. And it what, it does come across a tad like um Go on. What's uh, the word is escaping me? Deranged? N- no, not like that. A bit like bit bitter. Oh uh, yeah. So another thing was still yeah I think he will, oh, I'm getting to Stormzy one later but he he's like it's mad how quick Stormzy has done it basically because I think as we're talking about with so so when you lay down these paths and there's so much um, resistance to what you're doing obviously why he's been doing this twenty five years yeah plus probably you got to fight so hard for everything for every deal for every bit of money for every show and then some people come in and just boom. Yeah, I think you'd probably be a little bit bitter because it's not like it's not really no offense, it's not like a talent thing. You can't yeah. be like, oh, Stormzy is ridiculously more talented than Kane. No, of course it's if, of course it's not. But it's just a time like you know. But they broke down those doors. Yeah, but then is he not face like maybe that bitterness and anger? Let's say if that's what he's feeling, maybe that should be directed at the game and not actually at these artists because it's the infrastructure. Mm. It's not these individuals. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like maybe that needs to be redirected. Possibly. He's like, no. Culture. No. Angry. I understand what he's saying and I can like empathize and like appreciate what he, everything he's saying and like his points. Yeah. But it's not there. Like, I don't know. It's like maybe Ed Sheeran at that point in time was like, what's the big scene that's happening in, in the UK? It's crime. Yeah. So of course I'm going to. Yeah. He's not like. I don't know. I don't know Ed. <laughs> and also, he came like he was doing. He was he was rapping with his man from mm. time ago. His first project had like Retri Two in it. Pete yeah, gets on it like Michael. Payne. But it, it's like the trends. It's like the music industry. It's what's gonna get yeah. top whatever. So don't hate the player. Hit the game. And, and, and he does come for the game quite a lot. So we're gonna get onto that leads us onto the Stormzy one. Why I mentioned Ed Sheeran is because Ed Sheeran was kind of in the middle of this like. Stormzy one and there's a lot of um, how the Stormzy beef came about it's very long wind do you want the, that is a long version do you want a long version or a short version of the Stormzy one yeah because how it comes about is actually quite mad <laughs> it's mad <laughs> I can't remember I remember it was during lockdown wasn't it kind of just before just before yeah like the start of 2020 okay, oh my I'll, god I'll okay. Doc Rotten another MC who's also an amazing producer goes by the name of Zeph Ellis right so he it, 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 he started, he was like, I'm just going to stow up some shit and start sending for people. And then J1, remember J1? Yeah. He had a beat, which was produced by Steel Bangles, but Zephyrus was kind of like either ghost producing or co-producing with Steel Bangles at the time, whatever you want to call it. Um, Zephyrus was like, you haven't paid, your song's coming out, you haven't paid me for it, I want my 15 grand. I want my 15 grand beat for you. It all kind of like crazes it off. J1's like, no, oh you is that and the other he's like and he just starts like leaking a song and he's like actually everyone's on I'm on smoke for everyone starts releasing diss tracks releases a diss track to <laughs> four AM in the morgue this in J one releases a second one original real talk mentioning nine other rappers and MCs including P Money Wiley H Tiny Tempo and more um, there he, he puts like another remix of J one's Million Bucks which is the tune that he produced they take it down because of copyright and he's like he's on one. He's on one. He releases a dub, releasing dissing J- uh, Jeremy. Uh, he disses Steel Bangles, who he works with. Yeah. Um, he says he, he only puts up a challenge to the whole gram scene to send for him if they can. He's like, I'm the best. You want to send for me? Send for me. Uh, he releases Jeremy's number publicly when Jeremy was trying to call him about the <gasps> track. Um, oh, shit. 
you get another track. Yeah, he goes. He says he calls himself the King of Grime. He says another another track. Lucy dissing JME. Then Wiley and Dot start beefing. So then Wiley jumps in the beef and says, "If JME or Skepta, no one else is going to reply. Then he'll do it." Okay. So then, um, yeah, and then Dot releases a. Oh, yeah, then he so then Wiley Dot releases a video containing three dubs in one, dissing like Wiley. BBK, all of these people. Another one, he puts out like five tracks within like a couple of days. All, all this. Oh my god! Wiley, uh, yeah, I think, no seven. Sorry, it's seven. Sixth dub, seventh dub. In a day. Within a couple of days, and then Wiley finally responds with his track, kind of like with his track, kind of called uh, "Curiosity Killed the Cat." He comes back to that one. It went quiet for twenty-four hours. Then, like, um, <laughs> age, it, it, he's just basically beefing with everyone. Everyone, so <laughs> Wiley is involved. JK then gets involved. JK um, sends, a, sends a diss track for Wiley, right? And this is where it starts to get in it. And everyone's like, "When are you, Wiley? When are you going to respond to JK?" Um, and he's like, well, "Who said that?" Twitter. Okay, okay. Like yeah. the people, like when are you, you going to? The people. To, yeah, yeah. Why are you gonna <laughs> At this point, dots dissing JK. Um, oh my god. Like, there's just so many beefs flying up. It's like kind of like they're not real because it's kind of like healthy battle or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. A fan tweets Wiley and he says, um, Wiley says to the tweet, never, he's with Ed and Stormzy now. It's into JK. And what he means by that is obviously the Ed Sheeran take me out to London. Mm. He's with that. Um, Stormzy sees his tweets and then Wiley and him start going back and, and, and forth. Uh, and then he's like, he keeps mentioning Stormzy, like, but like indirectly, and then I think Stormzy sort of says, "Wiley, I, 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 I love you, but fucking hell, you are annoying." <laughs> and that's all that Wiley kind of needed, because he's been like just like poking, poking yeah, yeah, the bear, yeah, yeah, poking yeah. the because because Wiley at this point, like, J- Dot Rotten is trying to use all his beefs to get his name back up, and Wiley's trying to do the same. But really, the only person that's going to get Wiley fame or like is Stormzy, so he's yeah. like, poking that bear. But then, isn't that? Just like devil's advocate, mm-hmm. isn't that the same thing that he's claiming? Like, let's say Drake did. Uh, I wouldn't say. Yeah, although no, no, not so much that. Not so because it, it's within the scene, right? But he's using artists who are really like kind of the relevant per se yeah. artists to get his name back up. So it's essentially almost the same idea, right? You could be very right. Yeah. 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 No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's what you did. <laughs> yeah. Which is like fine. <laughs> I guess the only difference is, mm. is that Stormzy and Wiley are from the same scene and there's that whole thing about how beef and clashing is part of grime. Yeah. So for them to start clashing, it's kind yeah. of fine. But then it does get yeah, but he does. But definitely, Wiley wants his clout from it yeah. as well. Where he said, "What he's saying with Drake is like, or when we yeah. Khan is, but the intention is the same. Yeah, to get my name up, exactly. Or keep myself relevant. Or exactly. Like no, you're right. I think you are right. Um, but yeah, then, but like you're saying about the industry, Wiley. Then he start he's, he starts tweeting. Um, oh God, Twin B as well because oh Twin God. B is the A and R for. Mm. He's just like, but I think it's Twin and Wiley have a long, long, long relationship, and he's like. Wiley's he, he, people are saying that oh Wiley it stinks of jealousy, you know bore off your your yeah your your your, your, your bore off with your tweets about Stormzy your your fucking lettuce lettuce 
he's like, no, he's like, I don't care about the sales. He's like, what you will see. He's like, starts tweeting Atlantic Records. He starts saying, at Twin B, you have become the enemy. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Like, I get mentioned on dubs now or what? He's like, I can see, man. I wish it wasn't this way. I wish it wasn't this way. And now I'm fighting the system. So now he's like, putting okay. Wiley versus the system. Okay. He's like, what, you become the, he's like, I wouldn't diss you, but you use, he's like, Stormzy used Grimes to get famous and fucked off, but tried to hold on. No, Stormzy is worse than Ed Sheeran, but we ain't hating on Ed, just saying. The most honest tweet I've ever tweeted. It's just, what? It's just going on. But because Wiley's just on one, on one, on one. But then, obviously, he releases the dub. And then the dubs start, start flying. Okay, I see. Um, and then it goes off. But then, what interesting, he was like, I'm not releasing the second dub until I get to like 500,000 followers. Um, he's like, I want to do the Clash live at O2. And Stormzy's like, no, I'll Clash you on radio. Isn't this grime and all these kind of things? Don't you want to be on radio? Let's dig it back to what grime is. But no, you just want my clout. You just want my clout. Saying basically what you're saying. That he's only yeah. get his name up. But the beefs and then the, so there was Egypt Skengman 1 2 and 3 and then and Stormzy replied twice with some great I actually listened to them the other day yeah they are brilliant they're so good they I are. remember like watching the video that came out with it as yeah. well and I was like this is sick I was here for it the videos were such good quality as well he, um, he put the first people got he got some like stick because the first one he, he was over a drill beat and all these kind of things but it was it was real good it was, it was real good so yeah and it's not from your brother so that was another beef that probably the most high profile beef was with Stormzy and just because like yeah what, what it did to him but my my why I brought this up again like I said I've, I'm tying this back to funny moments and I just love this tweet <laughs> <laughs> I was like try and find this when Peter Andre jumped in oh my god what Peter Andre on Twitter was just like um Obviously, Stormzy's calling him a dinosaur. The mum jokes come in and all this stuff on the visas. Like, but no, Pete only's like, listen, I can't have this anymore. Oh my God. I can't have this. You can't I have to it. have my voice heard. Yeah. He leapt in. <laughs> he goes, if you don't like each other, take it to each other. Don't bring it to each other's families into it, man. Come on. You both know that ain't right. You're both incredible artists. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. Because he he's all be about just each other's mums. But I think he thinks it's real. I don't know what he thinks. Yeah. I just love how Peter Andre saw this and thought, I need, I need to sort this yeah. out. Let me, let me step in here. It's like a big, like a dad moment or something. <laughs> uh, and Twitter went crazy. It's like Stormzy and Wiley write diss tracks about each other and each other's mums. Peter Andre begs him to stop in a tweet while tagging the wrong accounts. <laughs> Uh, and then he actually tweeted like, "Oh shit, I asked for that. Don't mind me, guys. That was pre-coffee yesterday." Oh Jesus! <laughs> the reason it tags on Twitter is like, "Yeah, he's like, um, I deserved it. I got battered. I'll stick to singing under a waterfall. Yes, yes, yes." <laughs> I love that. That's big up, fair. We got Peter Andre. He tried. He did try. He really did try. Okay, then onto two more, two more very funny beats. Because like I say, there's so many more. We haven't even gotten to Dizzy Rascal. And all that mm. stuff. That's for part two. Um, <laughs> my other funniest one. Is Wiley and Jammer. Okay. Because look how this starts, right? Jammer tweets, this is this is after like, um, not Heatwave, after Bosey. He's got, he's got his next track coming out with like Tory Lanes and people. Tory Lanes, Cranium and Dappy called My One. Uh, and Jammer tweets, <laughs> Oh God. What time <laughs> is Wiley single out? <laughs> Wiley tweets him back, Jammer, do you really want to do this today, pal? Oh my God, what? <laughs> Trevor responds, am I not allowed to push the record? I'm not even trying it. This is what we do. Make music and push music. 
To which Wiley responds, it's okay. I don't want any promo, thanks. What? Just a, just a randomest interchange. It's like, if you're perplexed, you're not alone. As fans tweeted the pair saying, I'm bare confused. He's like, um, I've been used too much, but I love the music. Gemma, I, I love the music so much. Uh, I keep going. I just want to put like 40k budget onto Lord of the Mics and Man of the DV was online dissing me. I was signing. This is godfatherly work. Why he sees Mate, do you want to be godfather? Take it. <laughs> And then Jamba's like, this is the thing, Wiley, Wiley, I've been nice for years and you've been a bully, lol, but when I speak, you hate it. I was a little back and forth. Wiley said he's sold out. He said, like, yeah, you, you, want, you can just be the godfather. He's like, I love Grime, but I am no longer the man who can save the genre. I can only take part. He's like, you, and then, it's just the most random thing. So Jamba's like, how can I promote his single? And Wiley's like, I don't want your promo, mate. Oh my God. They start beefing, going back and back and forth. But he does say at this point, this is, he's like, um, you know what? I think one day God sent us Dizzy Rascal. One day God sent us Kano. And I think on one day the kid, they sent these kids Stormzy and all this stuff. So he's like... He, Wait, who said that? Wiley. Okay. He goes, it's like passing tests or passing exams. I've never witnessed anyone come along and pass the exams as fluently as Stormzy did musically. So he, he does give oh, him Oh, yeah. And Wait, then, was this after? Yeah, this is after. After the whole Stormzy thing? And... And he did, and, you know, after the Wiley flow stuff, it's weird it was Stormzy and, it, it was Stormzy and, um, and Wiley, because even like, when he released Wiley flow, he's like, I love you, mate, you're my brother for life. Wiley to Stormzy. And then obviously like three months later, he's they're dissing, they're, the clash is happening. So it's just such a random thing. But that jam one, I just thought was hilarious. It's so... Because how are you getting into beef when someone wants to promote your, just, just promote your track? I love that one. But... He obviously felt a type of way about that track then. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Maybe he... Went, and he thought he was like mocking him or something. Yeah. But my favourite one, Wiley versus Glastonbury. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay, here we go. I think context. He's living in Ayanapa at this moment. And as we, we both know, Glastonbury don't pay that well. Mm. So it's like an honour and a privilege to do it. So Wiley's chilling out in, in Ayanapa. What like, year is this? I think it is huh? Glastonbury 2013. So 10 years ago. Okay, wow. Um. So, but he's, he's like, I don't want to leave Ayanapa. And he's like, management, like, you have to, you have to go. So yeah. He has to do it. Anyway, he tweets, as soon as I land, rain, for fuck's sake. Oh my God. <laughs> this is what happens Fair. when you listen to John Wolfe, his manager. You leave the sun for rain. I hate my team some days. Then next one, everybody's getting sacked. <laughs> oh my God. Next one, dear God, please strike John Wolfe down. Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck it. Life goes on, but I am pissed. Glastonbury ain't paying me enough to leave my comfort zone. Tight bastards. He's <laughs> like, for those who don't know, I ain't on the earth because of Glastonbury or Capital Summertime Ball. Don't dare say they made me because they never. Capital, Glastonbury and Wires can all fuck off as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to tell all the promoters now how much Glastonbury get away with paying people and the other festivals will think, what the fuck? People don't no, I prefer Hackney Downs or Clifford Park all day of vibes. Obviously, fuck a rainy festival in the West Country, to be honest. <laughs> and he's like, Jay-Z had to wait at the end of his career to play Glastonbury. Fuck them. Fuck them and their farm. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he goes on. Direct the is, he, is he, like, adding them? He's at, okay. Then he starts with, at Glastonfest, please cancel me. I do not want to play for you ever again. At Glastonfest, Glastor, oh my God. please cancel me, cancel me without suing. I would like that. I'm fed up of coming to your festival. I want to do my own one. At Glasto, please tell Michael Evers I don't want to play. Please, maybe he has the power to throw me off the lineup. Oh, my God. He did get thrown off the lineup. Did he? Yes, he got his wish. Um, and then backtracked after it. He's like... 
I actually respect the guy, Michael Levis. And, oh my God. And his fam. I don't want to play there. God knows. And I know all this moaning means nothing to, to, to neither me or God. To be fair, my manager and team could have prevented this, but I don't blame them. I'm just glad I ain't at Glasto. Amen. I take back fuck them and their farm though. That's rude. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Make sure you go see the Rolling Stones though. I love Twitter. I swear it's so sick. I'm a New England Patriot. Love me or hate me. Lol. I'll be at all my other shows though, but I had to drop that one out to be, fun- to, to be fair and to be honest. Oh my god. He just speaks his mind on Twitter. He just goes off on them. He just goes off. Like I could I think someone should write a, a mini book. Just all his tweets? His tweets. I think I'd, I'd That's just it. like a monologue. I'd buy it. It's a good one. Oh that my is part god. one. Wow. Of, uh, beefs with Wiley. Like that is part two funny. Part in a couple months. Because he's just too entertaining. He's too entertaining. That's funny. I know. Big Wiley. Thank you for making me do that as well. It's good. It's a good one. <laughs> If you like that, yeah, if you've, and there's so many more bees if, if you want us to cover any. Because we haven't even gotten to his clashes yet. Mm. That would like, be a bit more musical. But yeah, um, but I think that's about, about time for today. That's <laughs> Follow us at Behind the Drop with a double P on everywhere. Boom. Bang. And subscribe, like, follow. Everywhere. And like our TikTok. And everything. Yeah. Till next week. Bye.